Hello, besties. This is episode three of Childlike at Best with Mike Valdez, and I am still the second part of that statement. This week, I'm chatting with my friend and stand-up comedian, Reggie. He is an amazingly funny guy from Miami, Florida. He has his own podcast called Jibber Jabber with Reggie, which you can check out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are sold. This is a really great episode. We talk about some really great things. We talk about cartoons and things that we liked when we were kids. We also go into a deep dive about comedy and how he got started into that world. And of course, we get into a really great serial review. I really think you guys are going to like this one. So please enjoy my friend and stand-up comedian, Reggie. Hello, everyone. What's How, up, man? How's it going, podcast listeners? How's it going, Mike? <laughs> What's up, dude? I'm doing good. Here, yeah, man. Chilling in your garage and, you know, already recording. Well, before I start, we usually like to take a Flintstones vitamin before we start because this oh, whole snap. thing is... Yeah, we, we like to really take it back to childhood. These are the Flintstones Complete Gummies, so if you have diarrhea or anything, I got you covered. So you can just go ahead and take one. Okay. I can't seem to open it because I am still a child. <laughs> Let's All right, perfect. Uh, and you got the gummies too. The gummies, the gummies were the ones that hit different. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the um the the non gummies, oh like that was chalk. Yeah, <laughs> it it actually was. <laughs> so as you're taking that, can you tell me about where you grew up? I grew up um, specifically. I grew up near San Juan Bosco in Little Havana. Awesome. Um, that's a that's a church that I well went to Catholicism for mm-hmm. Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, it was like three houses uh, all stuck together like a triplex, you know? It was uh, two stories. And I grew up there for a good chunk of like uh, maybe till, till first grade. Okay. And then after first grade, I moved to... 18, 19, something, something, uh, 9th Street. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to give the full address because now a priest lives there. <laughs> oh, boy. Which, which, by the way, like, seeing your old childhood home yeah. occupied by somebody else is such an eerie feeling. I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, because, uh, like, there's different furniture and yeah, stuff, the, so it, it smells different. Yeah. I, even my neighbors change. I see them every once in a while when I drive by. I'll drive by just for the nostalgia of it. And, like, the whole, like, that whole neighborhood that I used to live in, it's uh, it's in uh, 8th Street, like the touristy 8th Street. Like, I live right behind it. Okay. I used to live right behind it. And um, I was, like, two blocks away from Shenandoah Elementary mm-hmm. and, and four or five blocks away from Shenandoah Middle. Yeah. So, you know, I stayed there for a large chunk of my life and even stayed there till like um till till after I graduated high school when I came back. But um so I grew up in Little Havana. That's uh that's that's a breakdown. But um oh so yeah, I was talking about the neighborhood. The neighborhood of A Street, like that whole neighborhood has changed. Like new new businesses, new restaurants. When I used to live there, it used to be so not cool. Right. Like I don't think it's cool now, but you know, it, you know, it was like a bit uh, grittier. There weren't like uh, fancy donut shops or a craft beer bar <laughs> with uh, with a taco shop in the back. Yeah. There, there were like and like I didn't see as many tourists as I did now. There was no azúcar. If you're familiar with that uh, famous like Miami uh, ice creamery, yeah. no, it was um, it was like 
like dollar stores as far as the eye could see, <laughs> uh, 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 cigar shops, and a McDonald's and a Burger King. Right. And then Brickle. That's all that that's all that there was there. I believe those were McDonald's and Burger King though. Yeah. <laughs> Budgate, Bedgin. Depends Bedgin. on who either Bur- Burger King, <laughs> right. Burger King, Burger King. One of any of those really. <laughs> those are the kinds that you get in Miami. What kind of kid were you? Like how could, how would you describe yourself? Like who did you sit with at lunch? Oh, okay. So I was uh Oh man, this is a good question. So, in elementary school, I was uh, okay. You know, I I got a story that's probably more emblematic of sure. like how I was as a kid. Yeah. So in elementary school, I had a PE teacher called Miss B. That's that was her nickname or whatever what name she wanted to go by, Miss B. And she was very harsh and like very big on us, like you know excelling physically she was even the cheerleading coach and apparently our cheerleading team at Shandoah elementary was pretty legit mm-hmm. but um one time she's testing all of us um with like our speed like we have to do like a half like a, a half lap sure right i remember those yeah and then like just like real quick as fast as you can now the fastest kid in the class was francisco I, 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 like, being fast when I was a kid was a big deal. Yeah. Like, if you were fast, you were the coolest guy ever or the <laughs> coolest girl. Like, being fast transcended, like, gender, sex, or anything. Sure. Right? If you were fast, you were, that was you. Yeah. And you were it. And um, I, w- I was, I didn't want to be fast. Like, I was a little bit fast, you know? And then... Because I didn't really care about being super physical, but um, in this particular test, like this half lap or whatever, I was I was looking at everybody go, but she was like acting very angry at them, like sure. or just you know, thinking back now, she was just being very animated. Then I'm like, ah, oh, you know, they're probably doing it wrong. So then it was my turn. I do the half lap and I'm killing the time, sure. and I get to the. To the finish line and I stop in front of the finish line <laughs> and, and then I'm like okay I'm done and then she's like no cross the finish line right. and I'm like wait we were supposed to cross <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like yeah and then I'm like oh and then I walk over the finish line and then she's just fuming and then she's like what were you doing you would have had the fastest time yeah. and I'm like I don't know I thought that's how you're supposed to do it <laughs> so I was kind of an airhead. I was kind of like a weirdo. And I had like, I had friends and I had like a, a, a bunch of different friends. Of course. You know, I had my main core group and I also had the same, the, the, a crush on the same girl all the way till like end of middle school. So that's kind of the type of, the t- kind of the type of kid I was. I was oh, also, dude, me too. Yeah. I was kind of also reserved. Like I was very reserved and uh, I loved tucking in my shirt. Like in, I I just always tucked in my shirt. Yeah, just, I did the same. Yeah, it just felt natural. I was like, this is <laughs> this so is great. <laughs> and then like you know everybody was. I I didn't stop tucking in my shirt till seventh grade. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> That's when I stopped tucking in my shirt. You know what? I think I I didn't stop tucking in my shirt until seventh grade as well. I remember because I was in youth group, and one of the cool kids that was like a senior saw me. And was like, dude, why do you keep tucking in your shirt? You look like a dork. 
And I'm just like, no, man, that's how I like it. I look really cool. Like, wearing my American Eagle t-shirt, like, tucked in, <laughs> like a moron. <laughs> He's just like, no, man, you're supposed to, like, not tuck it in. And then and I remember he he went to the my, – my school was the same as my church. So I, I went to the same school as my church. And every time I would see him and I would have my shirt tucked in, I would, like, get scared and untuck it. That happened for like maybe like a month. Yeah, I used to. So I got bullied out of <laughs> tucking my shirt, which is the softest form of bullying. Yeah, it really but it wasn't. Is. But it also wasn't bullying. He's no, it like, wasn't at all, dude. You look like a dork. Exactly. Untuck your shirt, yeah. and then you and your brain, you're like, oh god, she's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, like uh, elementary school was like was was. You know, I had a lot of different friends and like, um, uh, and like the, the track, like elementary school was kind of weird because once you got to fifth grade, you were going to sixth grade. Uh -huh. And then from that point, a lot of Shandoah kids like got to choose which, high, uh, which uh, middle school to go to. Mm -hmm. So then a lot of the friends, like one of my childhood friends, uh, his name is Dudley C., um, shouts out to Dudley. Uh, he, he was super cool because he would play a lot of video games, and then okay. he did one of my favorite things: describe video games to me. Okay. <laughs> he just tell he, me like he was okay. before Twitch. Yeah, he was before Twitch. <laughs> exactly. He just He's, had a Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's now an English teacher. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, and I think he's about to get married. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, congrats. Um, he, yeah, he just tell me, okay, so in Mega Man, you got to do this. And then, and then you go here and you do this. And then you fight this boss. And I'm like, wow, dude, that's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Keep on telling me more. Yeah. And I also played video games a lot. Um, but, you know, a lot of people parted ways because they're like, oh, I'm going to go to Ponce. I'm going to go to uh, Citrus. I'm going to go here and there and all that stuff. And then I went to. Those don't sound like school names. <laughs> Ponce owns a school name. I'm gonna go to Citrus I'm Grove. Go to Citrus. I'm gonna go. To, <laughs> Those sound like go to Nickelodeon, uh, like fake high schools, fake high schools. <laughs> <laughs> like the Fighting Who goes Roosters. To Orange Elementary. Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Orange Elementary, yeah. Yankee Elementary. <laughs> you can rattle off a couple of them. <laughs> it's so true. Oh um, my gosh. So yeah, like a lot of people parted ways, but I kept on going through like the Shenandoah track, I guess. I went yeah. to Shenandoah Middle. And uh, yeah, elementary school, like I, I remember being like, I remember it being a lot of fun. I also went to an after school program okay. there. And uh, that after school program was where I learned the word dildo. Oh wow. Which I thought was the funniest thing in the world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had a. It was a friend of mine whose name was Ernesto, okay. and he was like, um, he was like a grade above me. Yeah, and like he also was like super vulgar. Yeah. And for like, some reason, I'm imagining Ernest from like the Ernest Goes to Camp movies. <laughs> <laughs> you, I know. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he was okay, if okay, if Ernest had sp spiked hair. Huge buck teeth, yeah. a little brother who was just as vulgar. Yeah. And instead of Vern, his name was People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he taught me the word dildo. And actually, funny story about that. I was laughing all the way to the water fountain one time at the after school program. Right. And then like one of the teachers was like, what, what's so funny? You oh, know? no. And then, and then I just told him blatantly, 
dildo. <laughs> no context. Yeah, no context. I was like, dildo. Did you know that was a thing, teacher? That's a, that's hilarious. You know, that and he's word. like, who taught you that? And it's like, Ernesto, he's hilarious. And then <laughs> he got in trouble, but... Remember when comedy was easy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do was say dildo and oh my you got carried out of the room. I, I also had this friend named Bradley yeah. who was way too funny for a child. Sure. Like, just way too funny. Yeah. Like, I, like why are, are we both the same age? What are you doing? <laughs> this, is, this stuff is killer. What, like, what made him so funny? He was just always turned on. Yeah. Like, never turned off. Like, yeah. like in class, during lunch, in, in turned the Turned on comedically. I'm yeah, assuming. turned on comedically. <laughs> Maybe turned on. That kid always had a boner, and it was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but Bradley was always turned on, yeah. and like, like just turned on comedically, and he was always tuned, yeah, yeah. right? And he was like super funny, and he, and he'd be like, uh, like um, he he was making like uh, I remember one joke, and I t- I do not have the context for this. I'm trying to like scour <laughs> sure. the memory banks, yeah. but um, he was like. Oh, he was making a joke about how he found like one of his dad's porn tapes. Uh-huh. I was like, this is a very elevated premise for a child. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he's like, oh man, and the tape was weird. It was called Freaky Porno. And then and then and then I turn it on, it's a bearded lady. And I'm like, whoa, that's so funny. What are you saying? And I'm like What the heck? Yeah, I know. He was he he if if he was like tw- if he was twenty-two. And it was a ni- it was the early two thousands nineties at that time. He would have been killing. Yeah, he would have been, been killing. <laughs> what were you into as a as a child? Like I, you said, you liked video games a lot. Did you have any television shows, movies, or anything that you had to watch repeatedly, or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. So, okay, so I didn't ha- get cable till. Sixth grade, seven, like seventh, like sixth grade or summer of six, mm-hmm. right? I I didn't get cable till then, so I was still on basic like cable, like yeah. you know, just like the antenna, yeah. just what you get through there. Yeah. So, like in terms of like television, I used to watch a lot of adult, like you know, like date, like not for kids, like stuff that wasn't for kids, like, like Jerry uh, Springer and Judge Judy, exactly. Like, like yeah, like on the summers it was. Uh, in summer, it was uh, Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, dear. Okay. <laughs> yes, dear. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah, no, these are deep TBS, TBS syndicated cuts. Yeah. A Becker. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch Becker oh as a gosh. child. Um, the TV show with David Spade where he worked at an ad. Just agent. Shoot Me. Just Shoot Me. Yeah. I used to watch Just Shoot Me. Yeah. Then uh, um, I also used to watch... Uh, I already mentioned everybody loves Raymond. Oh, uh, my own one of my only cartoons was The Simpsons yeah. that I could consistently watch. Yeah, because yeah. like uh, at that time to catch cartoons, you either had to be super early in the morning for yeah. some reason. That's very true. Like uh, the places like uh, UPN, mm-hmm. uh, Fox, or or um, some other channel I forget. They would play anime early in the morning before kid. Like, yeah, that was during Fox the time. Events. Yeah, Fox Kids, mm-hmm. UPN had that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was before, like, when kids were getting ready to go to school, that's where that time slot would be. Yeah, <laughs> Fox Kids at 5 o'clock in the morning would play uh, Bananas in Pajamas. Yes. And then at 5.30 would play Pokemon. Yes. And that was how I would watch Pokemon before before getting ready to go to school. 
I would catch only the the tail end of bananas in pajamas when they were in their pajamas and they were going down the stairs. That was the only part I remember. And then, you know, Pokemon. Here's the other thing. Multiple channels did it. So a friend of mine used to talk about how he would see the Mega Man anime early in the morning. I'm like, dude, I want to watch it. Where is it? Sure. Could never find the channel. Right? Could never find it. In in trying to find it. That's Remember what... those days? Yeah. <laughs> when you had to ask someone and if they didn't know, you just didn't know. You just didn't see that show. That's like, okay, I guess I'm never watching it. I guess I'm never I guess I have to believe you that it's on. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I can't confirm this. Yeah. So in trying to find it, uh, see, I was it Fox that had it? I could have sworn it was UPN that had Pokemon because that's Maybe where I would. Maybe it was, but what I'm trying to say is that Sailor Moon is what yeah, I would I catch. Sailor Moon. And a very obscure anime called Monkey Magic. I don't remember that show. I, I, I hope it's not a fever dream. I hope it's not one of those like, oh yeah, you used to watch Static every morning. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into monkeys doing card tricks. <laughs> yeah, so so it, Monkey Magic was about, it was uh, based on the, um, the Chinese uh, tale of Journey to the West. Okay. Where, like, the monkey god would, like, you know, and his, like, crew would try and journey to the West to do something. I, I'm not too clear on the actual, like, uh, Chinese lore. Mm -hmm. But, like, monkey magic was just, like, this monkey who would, like, ride around in a cloud. And he looked like a monkey. Mm -hmm. He was, like, the monkey god. And, like, he'd, like, you know, fight whatever big bad it was that episode. Huh. And That's Sailor weird. Moon was, you know, people... People are more familiar with that because that's super famous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would catch that in the morning. And, like, I'd hear the theme song in the morning. And I, I, I had just enough time in the morning to watch one full episode. Sure. It's funny because I watch these YouTube videos now of people that are like, the top ten cartoons everyone forgets about or whatever. Yeah. And... You know, they'll they'll show you because Fox Kids at a time, I don't know if you if you remember this, when you were a stand-up comedian, you either had a sitcom made about you or a cartoon. And there was a time where like Howie Mandel had Bobby's World, yeah. Louis Armstrong had Life with Louis, mm -hmm. like all these different kinds of things. John Candy had his own one called Camp Candy. Even Macaulay Culkin had his own show called Star Kid. I mean, it was like bonkers, right? And which also was a show on Fox Kids. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like these other ones, like the Monkey Magics of the world, where they're like, yeah, there's this other show called Some Dude and His Dragon, you know, and the, and like, what's that show about? I don't know. It's just some dude with his dragon, and yeah. that was the whole show. And you liked it? Yeah, I saw all five seasons of it. Like, <laughs> what in the world is are you talking about? Yeah, animation back then was was I it almost felt like it was at a like it was a gold mine like it sure. was it was like yeah yeah pump out these cartoons pump it cuz there were actual strong networks for it for every time slot Dude, and this was without they were, cable they were half hour commercials for the toy yeah. that's really what they that, were yeah that's what they were they were just half hour commercials for the toy i mean that's why um What's it called? G.I. Joe? Yeah. Got a cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, that's Transformers. Uh, Transformers. Even Power Rangers, things yeah. like that. I mean, they're all just commercials for toys. Yeah. I remember all that stuff. Oh, my gosh. What about what about movies? Was there a movie that you got really into? I, I, like, to, I, I like to think, usually everyone around our age, there was one movie usually that starred an animal that they were really into. Mm. Like, you were, like, my last guest was really into Free Willy. Okay. You know, I, I really like Dunstan Checks In. 
You know, everybody okay. everybody has to have that one movie with an animal in it <laughs> because in the '90s that was like that was big. That was I a mean, huge deal. You know what I think mine was? What was like that? honestly, so it's between Sister Act and sure. Benji. <laughs> <laughs> Does Sister Act have an animal in it? No, it doesn't. But I was okay. just, like, if we're talking just in general movies, sure. My animal one is Benji, yeah. and like the reason why I also like Sister Act. So I would spend a lot of time with my my grandmother on my on my dad's side, and yeah. she also didn't have cable, but she had VHSs. Okay. And they were like every Benji movie. Benji's about like this dog. Yeah. Yeah, and like his family and the dog would like you know he's the protagonist, and he'd like solve something there's like a there's like a ah, i'm a bad adult and then like benji would like you know you know reveal that they're a bad adult or whatever or save the day or <laughs> teach something along the way yeah and like i'd be like kind of like the wishbone of yeah. the world like kind of like, he would go at, he wouldn't travel time yeah he wouldn't travel time or transcend dimensions or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like wishbone did and he didn't have a soothing voice like Wishbone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and then, so that, I think that was probably my animal, like, thing. I remember Sister Act. I actually, I don't think I've ever seen the first Sister Act. I, I only saw Back in the Habit, which I love Back in the Habit. I don't know, from uh, from a Sister Act fan, I don't know if the second <laughs> one isn't as good as the first one. It's very divisive in the community. Like, it divides, <laughs> it divides the community. It divides the Sister Act community. <laughs> <laughs> There's a subreddit, six, Sister Act 1 versus Sister Act 2. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole thing. Look, man. Sister I moderate. Act two, <laughs> six, Sister Act 2 has a happy day. Like, that's a really good yeah. musical number. Do you remember any, like, commercials? Oh, commercials? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually... Um, let me know if this rings a bell. Shark fin flippers for torpedo <laughs> power. <laughs> Do you know that? Dude, I can't I can't tell you how many times I have like been trying to like go through my life just talking to someone and I can't remember what sentence I'm going to say to them, but what's in my head is crossfire, you get caught up in the crossfire. <laughs> or or like sock and boppers. Sock and boppers. Punch your dad. Punch your dad in the freaking nutsack. Or like whatever it was. It was more fun than a pillow fight. That's what it Blow was. Blow him up. Than <laughs> <laughs> Mine's better. Because no, most your dad in the nuts. Yeah, and it because it always ended with a kid punching his dad in the nuts, and he's like, "Ah, oh, my balls!" And the kid's like, "I win!" <laughs> yes. And then the mom's like, "You guys, <laughs> you boys." Oh gosh, those are my little men. That's that's seriously amazing. my balls. <laughs> Just imagine the set, like the, the the take after that. Fuck this little kid. All right, he's really punching me. That's this, amazing. We should have just hired the little person. Dude, I'm freaking dying. That's amazing. Uh, oh, my okay, gosh. Okay, here's another one. Have I told you lately that I loved you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Songs for lovers. Songs volume for lovers. seven or some shit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they never went. They never Let actually went to seven. Why. They started at seven. They just started. Yeah, because start, seven sounds better yeah. than most numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I would. So when I finally got cable, that. For some reason, that commercial would come on <laughs> during daytime yeah. children's television. Please tell me why. You know. <laughs> 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 
live without you. Yeah. That's amazing. And I'm like, what is with this? Yeah. Even as a child, I thought it was like odd. I remember, I don't remember if it was Nickelodeon or what channel it was, but it, it was like Christian kids bop. And it was like these little kids, but they were singing newer lyrics to like hymns. Or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So they're they're like singing Amazing Grace, but they're like, Jesus is cool. Oh, yeah, he's cool. (laughs) It was so weird. (laughs) Okay, there was the commercial for Zoo Books. I remember that. Zoo Books. For sure. Collect the stickers. Zoo Books. (laughs) Every new animal every week. I remember Zoo Books, and then I remember this monster that would teach you how to speak German. Oh, Muzzy. 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) Green. A huge green thing. Yeah, looks like he definitely speaks German. Yeah. Was definitely conceived by, like, some weird German linguistics (laughs) professor. Yes. And children learn language through yeah. Mozzie. <laughs> it's awful. It's, it's French. So Italian. Yeah. Yeah, Muzzy. Okay. Muzzy uh, was great. You know what I actually... Okay. Another commercial that I would always get would be the... Uh, any... Oh, those intense Nerf guns. Oh, yeah. Nerf guns were, for some reason, they went through a renaissance in the 90s and the 2000s, early 2000s. They were just like, make make a Gatling gun. No, no, no. No, next make a crossbow. No, make a, make a sniper rifle. Like, Nerf was bold and brave back yeah, in the day. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the same with water guns as well. Oh, my gosh. What, I actually tried to purchase water guns today. Super Soaker's not a brand anymore. I doubt it, because I, rem- I remember there was a Super Soaker that was like the freaking Soaker Cannon or something like that, right? And you would like fill this thing with what had to be at least a three-week supply of water. And, <laughs> and, and, and you, you would pull a lever that was on top of, a gu- uh, of the gun, not even the trigger. You would pull the lever, and it was like... A fire hydrant was released on your chest. It, and then, it was awful. And then, and then, Super Soaker was bought out by the U.S. military yeah. <laughs> for whatever. Like, oh, we could use this overseas. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks worth of water, and we wonder why people hate America. Yeah, Just like, it's, it's the water. Yeah. Our kids have fun with it. Yeah, we use them as jetpacks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just don't drink it. <laughs> Uh, there was another one, Light Brights. Light Bright was great. Light Brights were fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another commercial I remember was um, the Magic Markers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Those Magic Markers would hit me hard, man. Yeah, man. And then they would do the example with like they make lines. They draw lines on paper, and then they go with the one white magic marker, and then change the color. Oh my gosh, I want. Yeah. I Teaching wanna... kids that white really does change everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. The, the other commercial that I remember, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I the ones that I really remember are like those. I remember, I remember a lot of like board game ones with like, because they were all like, you got to get there before the time's up because then blah! Like it was <laughs> yeah. always like Urgency. So, a bomb was going to go off if you yeah. didn't. Make it to the finish line of this thing. Oh my god! <laughs> and I remember that, and I remember 
the way that they would sell products for kids to eat, I'm very surprised that kids found them appetizing or wanted <laughs> to eat them. Because, like, you would, I don't know if you remember when those Gushers commercials where oh, when yeah. they would eat them, they would turn into a strawberry. Like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why in the world would I ever want to eat that? The only commercial to ever make you feel like you should drink this, but also involve transforming, was Capri Sun. Yeah, because Capri you would turn Sun. into Alex Mack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into an ethereal Mercury being yeah. that, tr- that, like, Super speeded through the world. Yeah, if you don't if you don't know who Alex Mack is, you turn into the T one thousand from Terminator uh, yeah. two. <laughs> That's really what it is. And, and it was so cool. It's like, oh my god! It was five gum before five gum. <laughs> that's so true. You know what else about Capri Sun that's really interesting? They would always have like just the just the gaw of these companies to be like, it's mystery flavor. You figure it out. <laughs> Shouldn't you be telling me what this is? Wait, <laughs> well, like, no, you figure it out. Yeah, you mystery. Yeah, mystery flavor. Like the Dum Dums, the yes. one wrapped in like they all. Okay, first of all, all mystery flavor tastes the same. Yeah, they all taste like, like butt. The, yeah, <laughs> it's like we have a surplus of this weird clear liquid. Yeah, that somehow mystery. tastes like butt. Uh, it's mystery. They'll the, figure it out. Oh, you know what commercial I loved as a kid? What the. Uh, Brisk iced tea commercial. Oh my gosh! The skeleton. Oh yes, the skeleton. The skeleton that would that would okay had a, a snow cap on. Yeah. And boots. Uh huh. And then it'd go into like a, a gas station in the desert, and then the people would be like, "Oh my god, a skeleton!" And then it'd reach its skele- its its hand into the fridge, get some brisk iced tea, drink it, and then it'd cool up and become a. It become a snowman. Oh my gosh! And then it put back its nose back on. I remember that. I remember that, and I definitely remember a brisk commercial that was in Claymation, where uh, they basically did like a thirty second Rocky trailer, and it had Sylvester Stallone in it, and like, but Claymation Sylvester Stallone. And he's like, I can't do it, Adrian. And she's like, you're going to get killed, Rock. And not if I have this brisk. And then he I remember that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, he'd drink it. And then you see Clay then, Sylvester Stallone. Glug, glug, glug. And like, then he just punches out the Russian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's I have crazy. I have not visited that image in so long. <laughs> you're welcome. Do, I don't, like... It's almost like um, it's almost like uncovering trauma, you know. <laughs> but but I don't mean to take that away from no, actual no, no. people. That do, of, but of it's course. like, oh my gosh, that did happen. Yeah, it's well, it's reverse because yeah, you're it's like, reverse because you're like, oh, it's it's good that I remember what's, this. I get what, reverse. <laughs> what's reverse trauma? <laughs> like a memory I want to revisit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I think it's God. nostalgia. There you go. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. You know, uh, I so I finally got cable, like, yeah, like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. Or summer of fifth, probably. Did but. you, by any chance, because it seems like this was common, did you not have cable, but your grandparents did? Okay. Interestingly enough, my grandparents didn't, my grandparent didn't have cable for a very long time. Well, actually, both my grandparents didn't have cable for a very long time. They were, everyone in my family was hell-bent on me not watching all the great cartoons. <laughs> Like, you mentioned some cartoons that I would have caught if I had, like, that Saturday morning uh, lineup. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, God. I do miss the Saturday a Saturday morning lineup. I don't think that's a very common occurrence nowadays for no, children's anymore. cartooning. No. Especially with how like media that children are consuming is shaping. It's just the recommend bar on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's YouTube and, and I feel like the last time I saw Nickelodeon in the morning, it was just SpongeBob. Like wall to wall. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. The first grandparent to get cable mm-hmm. was my on my dad's side. Okay. She got cable when I was like in fourth grade or something like that. And I wanted to go over to her house all the time. Yeah. I like, uh, of course, I'm a selfish kid that has no full developed, fully developed brain. So, of course, I'm like, I want, gimme, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And I was watching all these cartoons. And I remember staying one, I was just like, the teeth, like they had a Florida room in her house. Yeah. And that had TV. And on that TV, I'd watch the, um, the Beetlejuice uh, cartoon. Yeah, I remember Beetlejuice that. cartoon. Completely different the, from the actual movie. Yeah. <laughs> a pup named Scooby-Doo. That's a great I'd show. catch that. I'd catch, um, oh, uh, the the very cool, I, I barely remember, but the very cool um, uh, Cartoon Network shorts program. Okay. Where they would pilot shorts. Yeah. That's actually the very, that, that's where you could find the very first episode of Family Guy. Really? Yeah. Holy cow. Like, Seth MacFarlane used to be a writer for Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and talked like, about that. Yeah, and um, and he, and Cartoon Network, which, by the way, Cartoon Network was revolutionary at the yeah. time. Yeah, it was, like, it was the renaissance for them. Yeah, it was. they were revolutionary, and they did a whole slew of very interesting and groundbreaking things in mm-hmm. terms of, like, animation. And uh, one of them was, like, their uh, cartoon cartoons. Yeah. And that's where you could see like like a very early short for Family Guy, and it's like it's it's the episode it's an episode where Brian uh, uh, Brian is being picked out by Peter at the at, at a dog pound. Interesting! Holy cow! Yeah, I didn't know that. I yeah. definitely it definitely seems like something that either Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon would be fighting for because it seems uh as you're describing it i don't remember that show but i remember a similar show called kablam kablam you remember that oh, show hell yeah i remember that show the majority of what i remember from that show is there was a superhero that was always naked and they would flush him down the toilet actually you're getting <laughs> it you're getting it mixed up there was a friend the french guy mm-hmm. is the one that they flushed down the toilet and he okay and and then the oh, the one that was always naked was the buff blonde one. Right, right, right. So yeah, Kablam had the the two hosts, which were like two D. Yeah. And then like Kablam was like multi multimedia, multi technical like uh yeah like pretty, variety show. Pretty revolutionary kind of like variety show for cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, because there was the claymation, the the one with the alien, the mm-hmm. monkey, and the Neanderthal. Yep, I remember that. Holy yeah. Cow. Yeah, and then there was um. Something, something, son of Spartacus. Yeah. Or son of uh, Hercules. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like it, Hercules had a son, and the son was modern, but the dad was Hercules. That's So he was still like a Greek demigod. Holy cow. And then like every time like he'd offend the son or he'd transgress in some way, um, Hercules would offer up his eye to his son as an apology. <laughs> and the son's cow. like, dude, just chill, dad, chill. <laughs> And then, um, and then the one that you're talking about was uh, there was a stro- there was a flying there was a chief, you're right? Which was the what's the 
Danny Glo- the Danny Glover character uh-huh. <laughs> who would dispatch the heroes, uh-huh. and then you also had the stinky French guy that would his specialty was diving. The stinky French guy. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yes, his specialty was going into the toilet and like whatever happened there. <laughs> and then there was a strong guy, but he was super dumb. Yeah, and he'd always hurt the chief with his antics. And then there was the blonde woman, like the blonde doll, right? That she could fly and had like some sort of super strength or whatever. Holy cow! That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, that that show was amazing. That show was really good. Yeah, I actually remember, uh, like, I mean, long after, but I, uh, when Adult Swim came out, uh, the first episode uh, that I ever saw of Robot Chicken, I was like, man, this really reminds me of Kablam. And it's like one of the reasons why I really liked it. Yeah. And then I was like, at first I actually thought it was like a kid's show. Uh, but then I was noticing, you know, all the adult yeah. references and things like that. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of this show before. And then, yeah, I it's it's really, I guess it was Robot Chicken before Robot Chicken. I guess yeah. that kind of made it No, no, it, I mean, definitely, because it was skits. Yeah. It was short form, like, uh, animation and presented by, like, two hosts. Yeah. So, it, you know, it could... It, it definitely, and uh, one of the hosts was the girl with pink with green hair, I remember and then that. it was like the duo with like the dark skin and the blue mm-hmm. hair, mm-hmm. and like the girl, the girl with like the green hair would was always like, she uh, the dude with the blue hair was always the butt of the joke, right? And like she was always like you know she was like the Bugs Bunny where she was one step ahead, mm-hmm. like, and like they like they'd always mess with the dude with the blue hair but yeah yeah kablam that show man i what other what other nickelodeon shows were you into okay so when um when nickelodeon had their slam block mm-hmm. okay. i don't know if you remember that i don't remember dude i remember almost everything from nickelodeon like i remember gas i remember freaking um the big help i remember all of it but i don't remember nickelodeon slam so it was like so the way so that was the block where they would group uh, Invader Zim with like two or three other shows. Sure. Yeah, like Invader Zim had its own slot like every Friday, mm-hmm. but then they tried to they transitioned it to like a uh, like a kind of like almost prime time after school block. Okay. And Slam was the name of it, and uh, Slam was where you could also see the revival of uh, Speed Racer, the okay. Speed Racer anime, the, like the new one. And uh, so I so back in the day, I really liked um, Invader Zim. I also really liked uh, what's this thing called? Oh my gosh, Kablam was another one. Then uh, SpongeBob, of course, mm-hmm. and then Ugly Monsters was another. Oh, all real monsters. Yeah, all real monsters. There you yeah. go. Uh, so and then what else was during that era? There was Hey Arnold. Hey, hey Arnold. Was, uh, Doug, and there was Doug, Rugrats. Rugrats. Oh, as Told by Ginger came later, but As yeah. Told by Ginger was... I loved it so much. Really? I didn't like it. it that, no, that, I, that's fair. Be, I understand why. Yeah. Like, As Told by Ginger, one, the 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 pacing was really slow. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the story was, like, it was too grounded mm-hmm. for what, like, Nickelodeon had set itself up for. Sure. And, like, sure, it was, like, presented as the Nick, Teen Nick. The yeah, block. it was, yeah. But, like, you know, it, it's, like, people can get around the Brothers Garcia. Sure. Like, a little bit easier than, like, As Told by Ginger. Because As Told by Ginger is, like, also, like, very, uh, very about girlhood. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like, you know, I, I remember watching myself and just being like, this is so good. And, and like, I tried to tell my friends about us, told by a ginger, to be like, this is a girl show. <laughs> I mean, not, not to say that, but like, I can understand how like someone I mean, can't it is, relate. Though. Yeah, it, like, it, it, is. it is though. Yeah. And that's fine. Uh, the, the 100%, the reason why I didn't like it, it's kind of a dumb reason because people that love the style of animation that I'm going to say that I don't like, uh, it's not a knock against that, but I it reminded me a lot of the animation of the Wild Thornberries, uh, and I just couldn't. I just never liked the animation behind that show. It would really? almost it would actually give me a headache, like watching that, that's it. That's so it's interesting. Like, it's like a weird. Everyone just looks different and like weird, and I, I don't know. It was so it like was fine c- with Rugrats because it was a Class B shadow kind of a thing. Yeah. So I was fine with Rugrats. I was fine with them looking weird. I was fine with even rocket power, but there was something about, and also like the family of, of Ginger's family looked like they were like cousins from like Eliza Thornberry, you know, <laughs> like that's just a hundred percent what they look like. So a lot of the, so the character design mixed yeah. with whatever like stylistic choices with animation they did. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much almost a hundred percent the reason why I didn't like it, which, uh, which is funny because all the other shows that I loved I can't really, other than the ones that they've released, that they've since released on DVD, I can't really tell you a joke from those shows. I just liked them because I liked watching it. Yeah. You know, like, it was it was satisfying. Yeah. You, you know? One, um, what's it called? Uh, I remember early Rugrats was, like, almost, like, it, it was purposefully ugly. Yeah. Like... A lot of elongated limbs, mm-hmm. like weird angles, and like that's a the, very so, classy shadow kind of a thing. Yeah, and then like a lot of the outlines weren't cons- consistent from frame to frame, mm-hmm. and like it it really helped give it uh, hone in on that um, that that like uh, the the story aesthetic of it, like these children going through this weird world, mm-hmm. and then you know later on because of like you know I would imagine because of like um, notoriety of the show, but also like animation techniques getting better, yeah, and like you know they finally developed an audience. They finally like you know gave it a new sp- uh, spick and spam, gave it some spackle, gave it yeah. a facelift. I mean the same thing with with the Simpsons. Yeah, you know, definitely the, the Simpsons. When the Simpsons first came out, that was like ugly animation at its finest. Yeah. You know, in in fact, the reason why they're yellow is supposed to be a joke. I, I don't know if you know this. No, I don't. The What's... reason the reason why they're yellow is because you remember on old TV sets, like tube TV sets, you'd have to change the color to make everything look uh, like it was lit correctly. Yeah. The joke was the reason why they were yellow and everything looked weird was because they wanted you to constantly be doing that to your television and, <laughs> and it ne- never changing to the actual color it was supposed to be. <laughs> so that was the joke. That's why they're yellow. Oh, that's so that's, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> like everything they did is, is a joke. Like, uh, even, even, um, the theme song, uh, the, do 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 do. That's actually a scale like this. Like uh, I want to say, like a a what what Christians back then would call a demonic oh, the music tritone. scale. Yeah, and so that's quite literally why they wrote that exactly like that because they wanted it to be a joke. <laughs> so so quite literally everything in the Simpsons is a joke. Oh god, that that's that type of um attention to detail that like. 
I really do miss with some things. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to speak to cartoons or cartooning nowadays. Of course. Because there's still like, there's so, there's really good stuff out now. Of course. But then some of it's also like, um, okay, this is, this is a cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like Johnny Test, mm-hmm. cash grab. Yeah. I've because never seen it. You don't need to. It's um, it's it's flash <laughs> animation. It's cheaply produced, and oh they make gosh. a million of them. And it's it, every every episode is not engaging in any way. But like things like um, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls is brilliant, dude. That show is really freaking funny. It, it's so it's so funny, but it also presents these uh, these like adult references and concepts for children in such a way, and it's like it. It, it builds upon itself and the whole world that it, it, it has respects its rules and it's so it's so deep and rich. Yeah. Also, it just looks fantastic. Yeah. I and agree. like I, I've actually been watching it. I watched I started watching it like um, last month. And since then, I've just been blown away. Like, it's inspired me to want to write a cartoon. Like, I want to write a cartoon because animation, I've always loved it. By the way, I'm, a, I'm I've always been a Cartoon Network person. Yeah, me too. Like, uh. Like if you like, you know how people are like uh, uh, Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo. I'm like Cartoon Network for me, way yeah, all the way. That's a little bit tough. Like I don't know if I would ever fight for a specific team because I liked because <laughs> I liked all of them, even the Disney animation. Like I, I liked all of it. However, yeah, going back to like Disney Channel shows now, you really realize that you really just like the theme song. Yeah, and really. Not the show itself. <laughs> Because the theme songs were awesome. Well, you know? I remember the Sister Sister theme song was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Smart guy was had a good theme because he's a smart guy. <laughs> he's a smart guy. All of those went to the Disney Channel, but they were actually originally ABC shows. Oh, really? Okay. So Disney animation, like uh, like for example, um, Ducktales, woo, like all those kind of shows, or. Um, What's another one? There was some song that we talked about it on your podcast where where I, it almost sounded like Boys to Men did the theme song to all of their shows. Because oh, it's uh, just like, is what in the world? Why is this was so it the, the bears? The one with the bears. Gummy bears. Yeah. Here and there and everywhere. And then there was a, yeah. also like the Proud Family. That yeah. theme song was sung by Solange. Was it? Holy yeah. cow. Yeah, that theme song was sung by Solange. Proud fam. Like, <laughs> That's uh, amazing. Yeah. No, it, it is amazing. Pre-fight in an elevator salon. Yeah, pre-fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Pre-masterpiece salon. <laughs> and didn't didn't Master P have a show too? Is it is it Master P whose his son is Little Romeo? I I, I can't say. I I, I, like, I want to say I want to say that that's what it is, and they had a show on Nickelodeon called Romeo. Oh yeah, Romeo had a show. Yeah. Yeah, and, Rome- uh, and Victoria Jackson was the was the maid, uh, the token white lady <laughs> who happened to be the maid. Yeah, um, Romeo had a show. Nickelodeon. Oh my gosh. This is also another thing for me too. Nickelodeon is really special in my life because there's a lot of people from the live action show I knew personally. I kn- I knew Victoria Jackson growing up because her daughter went to my school. Mm. And what's it called? That's that's how that's believe it or not. That's actually how I found out about Saturday Night Live. I didn't I didn't know it was a thing until like, oh, she was on Saturday Night Live and adults seem to think that that's a really big deal. So why don't I just look at this? Then it was like, oh, it's all that with grownups. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? it's all that with grownups. <laughs> and it's actually funny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They're not screaming over each other like They're... children do during sketches. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> they uh, 
And then in my graduating class, Bobby Gonzalez, who was on The Brothers Garcia, was in my class. We did a lot of plays and stuff together, uh, school plays together. But yeah, so it's really it's it's really interesting. I I see Nickelodeon as like as it's a very close extension of you. It's a close extension of who I am. So yeah. like I guess if I it, I guess if I was forced to fight, I'd have to fight for Nickelodeon just because <laughs> it's like part of my life. I guess I, in a weird way. But I love all of it. What about now? Are you into when did you make the crossover to Adult Swim? <laughs> <laughs> to Adult Swim, I used to... So that actually happened in middle school. You seem and like I, a Toonami guy as well. No, yeah, because Toonami... Like, it, the after-school block, mm-hmm. it was dominated by Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah, that's like, 100% true. Like, after school, mm-hmm. you tuned into Cartoon Network because... That was like the Dexter's Lab and uh, yeah, uh, Johnny Bravo, yeah. Powerpuff Girls, all that stuff. And then they created Toonami, like, sometime in my middle school years. And then that house, that was the... That was where you went. Because anime at the time, like, was a was a novelty. Yeah. Like, like in the early... In the 90s, it was kind of like a novelty. In the early 2000s, started picking up traction. Mm-hmm. And um, no one was picking it up except Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. So then Cartoon Network was like, oh, well, well we have all these like, more friendlier, friendlier ones. Let's put them after school. Yeah. And then that's when the Toonami block was born. And, um, and yeah, like, I, I, I love Toonami and the whole aesthetic of it. So it's tough, it's tough now for me uh, to like Adult Swim shows because a lot of the shows scare me but (laughs) but is there anything from adult swim that you're like oh man like that's really funny or that's a good one or a really good one is apollo gauntlet it's also easier to get into okay Um, what is that about so it's about this guy like this cop from like a different dimension like Mm -hmm. our dimension and like something happens where he thwarts like this scientist who accidentally like sends him himself and like this cop apollo into like a different dimension and Apollo gets this gauntlet that talks to him and he's like fighting like and he's like the he- he's like the hero for that dimension uh-huh. and he's like fighting like all these like um these like and like it's set in like a Conan the Barbarian S type of setting and he's like fighting all these monsters and villains with like wrestling moves <laughs> and then like finessing them and like making jokes and cracking wise while doing it. Yeah. And then like the, the really the big, the crux of the show is that like one Apollo wants to go back home, but he's also like, he's also really selfish and like he lets a lot of his own personal feelings towards things yeah. get in the way of like the greater or bigger picture. So, you know, like that, that constant struggle or like that, that dramatic foil is, uh, is one, it's funny. It's really interesting. You know, you can't go wrong with Rick and Morty. Of course. You know, just don't let it run your life. Yeah. No, I completely <laughs> agree with you. I think the show is very smart. I think it's very funny. Huge fan of Dan Harmon since Community. Yeah. Um, even before then, before I knew it was a Dan Harmon Like with Channel thing. 101 and stuff. Yeah, Channel 101 and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm not a, you know, Szechuan sauce or die kind of person. Yeah. Like, it's just like, look, I, it's a thing from Mulan. Cool. Like, that's, yeah, you know, and I'm pretty sure that what's really funny is I'm pretty sure that all those writers are the same way. Like, they're like. I mean, it's a joke, but I wouldn't let it run my life. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I didn't know people were that starved for nihilism. You know, <laughs> right, like that is very true. I was like, you, you know, you could read any book. Yeah, <laughs> like, like if you want nihilism, there's a library. 
Hanna-Barbera cartoons were another thing I really liked. Oh, my god! Because yeah. I had Boomerang whenever I would go to Nicaragua over the summer. Nice. I had Boomerang because cable was cheaper there. Yeah. And then I'd see all these cartoons, Space Ghost, Birdman. By the way, Harvey Birdman, another great like, yeah, uh, car- so uh, Adult Swim one. Uh, the Galaxy Trio, mm-hmm. the Herculoids, uh, Huckleberry Finn, uh, Tom Cat, uh, Wacky Races. I'd see all these Hanna Barbera so cartoons, funny. like in Spanish and in Nicaragua. And, and in was, Spanish, holy! And God. I was so enamored by it. I me pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, oh uh, yeah, Fred Mutley. <laughs> Is that what it sounded like? Oh, no, yeah, Mutley. Yeah. <laughs> Oye, Fred, ¿cómo estás? 